Previously on the Adventure Zone, Gundren uh, is suddenly completely engulfed in flame, and Killian says, time to go! And she's pointing in the center of town at a well. The three of you dive into the well. As you look up through a small circle of light, you see is flame above you. Just a, well, a giant burst of flame. Phandalin's gone. The entire town where it used to be, you look around, and all that you can see is black glass, a circle of black glass on the ground. Well, this all sucks. Uh, she suddenly looks over and sees the gauntlet again. She says, um, if you've already escaped the thrall of that thing, you can collect it, and we can take it somewhere where it will never do anything like this ever again. You see a glass sphere, and a giant balloon pops out, a, a basically a hot air balloon, one of those two moons in the night sky is getting much larger. Guys, the moon's expanding. And suddenly you have gone into the moon. And Killian says, uh, well, guys, hold on to your butts. Okay, I roll up, but holding. Okay, 14 on holding my butt. What will our heroes find on the moon? I hope it's not aliens because I'm afraid of those. It's the Adventure Zone! you in your magic hot hot air balloon pod uh, emerge uh, into light. The light uh, temporarily blinds the the four of you just because, you know, you were just in a dark, dark tunnel for, for quite some time. Uh, but you emerge and it's bright. And as your eyes sort of adjust, uh, you get a good look at the room around you through the sort of glass uh, exterior of this uh, magic floating sphere. Um, Paint us a word traveling. picture, Griffin. Here it goes. Trying <clears throat> to. Nope. Let me <laughs> let me reach into my uh, my my chest of ink, and here comes the adjectives. I'm gonna unpack. <laughs> I'm gonna unpack my adjectives for you. Um, Remember, show don't tell. <laughs> you are in a dome shaped room. Um, almost has sort of a, a, an Epcot ball feel to it. If you can imagine what the interior of the Epcot ball. Do they ever let people inside that thing? Yes. Okay. Yes, inside of it is Spaceship uh, Earth. a world of energy, right? Okay, well, imagine that. Um, is that where Figment lives? No, he lives in the world of imagination, which oh, we can catch. Get your oh, shit together, uh, Clint. Hey, guys, God. guess what? This is the world of imagination. You're in. Ah, oh. <laughs> so suck it. One of the, gar- okay. one of the goblins you That's killed. That's a weird reaction to being in the world of imagination. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. World of imagination, suck it. One of the goblins that you actually killed in the last chapter was uh, was Figment. You didn't even. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe you should ask people's names before you just slaughter them. Um. Uh, so yeah, you, you're in the interior of this uh, dome-like structure. Uh, the exterior of the dome is sort of made out of these uh, uh, glowing triangles of of glass. Uh, it's it's a very ornate uh, structure, and you get the impression that this is some sort of hangar uh, for these these balls that you just traveled in. Um, and you see uh, some people. You see uh, people all sort of dressed in uh, uh, blue and white uh, soldiers' garb. Um, you see on uh, one end of the room, uh, there are some sort of uh, holes in the floor uh, that you think you know could be other, other tunnels. Mounted on top of those are these giant cannons. Uh, and you don't see any, like, you know, shells or cannonballs or anything like that, but, but you see these big, big cannons on one end of the room. Uh, and the the you realize that you have emerged uh, onto sort of a, a landing platform. Uh, Does there appear to be like a gift shop or like some kind of like restaurants? In the no, terminal you think or maybe like it's maybe there's you know another dome with a gift shop in it. 
Um, oh, so like Dome that, B is where like Delta. Maybe there's a Dome Dome yeah. Beta, and that's where the Chili's to go is. If, <laughs> chili's to go is the words I was about to say with my mouth, and, and you said them, and I hate you. It's the only <laughs> other restaurant other than Cinnabon that exists in every airport. Um, no, sometimes there's Max and Irma's. That's true. In an airport? No, yeah. I've never seen that. Fantasy time. Okay, so fantasy time. Fantasy time. Fantasy, fantasy <laughs> Max and Irma's. I need Ma- a magical Max. Ma- miracle Max, Max and Irma's. Maxith and Irma if <laughs> ye, ye old Max's and Irma's tavern apothecary. Uh, okay, uh, Killian taps on the the uh, the wall of the glass sphere and the uh, the hole that you guys boarded in opens up, uh, and she climbs out and entreats uh, tr- the three of you to uh, follow her. Uh, she she walks down a flight of stairs off the landing platform that you guys have emerged onto and as soon as you uh sort of cross the threshold of the sphere and uh place feet on solid earth well kind of solid earth solid moon i don't know uh the three of you get kind of dizzy you get you get kind of nauseous and disoriented uh a little bit almost like the the as you look around and sort of take in your surroundings the more you look around the more you get a little uh lightheaded and, and foggy. We uh, did survive the explosion in Fandolin, right? Like, this isn't heaven, right? Kill, yeah, Roma Downey uh, reaches over and says, <laughs> surprise! Um, no, uh, like surprise, crea- I'm fake. Griffin's like the creators of Lost. Every We immediately guessed this was purgatory, and now he's <laughs> trying to cover it up by creating some other BS scenario about why it's not purgatory. But, spoiler alert, it's purgatory. It is. Wait to the <laughs> end, it is. Um... Uh, yeah, so, so Killian, you know, turns back and sees you sort of reeling, uh, as you, uh, descend the stairs and says, oh, uh, by the way, things are gonna be a little weird for a bit, but I, I promise that's gonna pass. Um. Just stick with your buddy, drink some orange juice. Yeah, take, take, take these, lie down, because you don't want to fate on these stairs. Um, that'll be bad news, bears. Uh, but, but I promise I'm gonna get you guys taken care of very quickly. I just need to, uh run out and, and get you all authorized really quick. Uh, it'll take just a few minutes, but please just, like, hang out here, uh, sit down, take it easy, don't overexert yourselves, and, and you're, you're going to be just fine. Uh, and she uh, turns around and walks out of a, a, a door from this uh, dome-shaped hangar. Uh, so do you guys want to, like, pop a squat and just, like, have a seat? Yeah, I'll just let's just chill. Yeah, so we just sit down on the stairs, you know? Cool. Just take a minute to, like, think about what has led us to this point in our lives. Yeah, wow. that would be good. Like, any backstory at all um, would be... I wrote out a four-page-long backstory, and you said it was too serious. Yeah, dude, because it was, like, wicked mad serious. Um, <laughs> and listen, I want to tell you, somebody leaked it because I've been getting all these tweets, and, wow, did you see Magnus's backstory? How did that happen? I didn't did leak it. To the, how did that get to the press, Travis? I did not leak it. Okay. I'm just saying. Somebody hacked your internet. It might be somebody in, in my in my in my entourage. Your posse. Okay. Uh, there are two guards sort of watching the door that Killian just uh, just walked through, um, and one of them turns and looks at you kind of sympathetically. The other one is uh, unmoved. Imagine the uh, what are they called the 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 Downton Abbey guards? No, wait, Downton Abbey's not what it's called. Those guards That's at the That's not Victoria. a real place. That's not a real place, nor do they have guards. You know where the queen lives. Where the at queen lives Downton Abbey. Um, one, of these, one of these two uh, very stoic guards turns and looks at you sort of sympathetically and uh, it's kind of waffles for a bit and then ultimately... He makes waffles? He, uh, he, he breaks his, his post and walks over to you guys and uh, reaches into his jacket and pulls out a, a flask and, and hands it, just, just sort of holds it in, in your guys' direction. It's like, here, here, uh, hold on, let me come up with a voice for this guy. Here, uh, see, that's just my voice, but lower. Here, uh, <laughs> you, guys should, uh, you guys should drink this. It's, trust I'll me, take trust, it. trust me. I'll take help. it. Oh, oh, okay. I'll take it. Yep. Eager Beaver. I, 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 hope this, I hope this is go-good. Uh, it's it's not it's uh it's brandy but it's uh it'll I tried it and it is gogurt. Uh, no, it's brand- <laughs> roll for gogurt. It's, it's no I, <laughs> I. It's a character choice I'm making. It's definitely gogurt. Okay, but this, no, but the see, taco just tastes okay. taco tastes gogurt whenever he drinks libations. Everything taco drinks magically transmogrifies. That was the first spell taco <laughs> ever cast, and now it's a terrible curse, <laughs> and I can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Gogurtation. Everything a, tastes like Gogurt, darling. It's a Sisyphean curse. 
Uh, he thought it was going to be uh, a 24-7 Gogurt party, but no, he's kind of like mad scurvy. Um, okay, so you... No, I, I don't because it's Key Lime Gogurt. Okay. So that's fine. Read On a the book, scurvy Griffin. front, I'm cool. Read a book. Are you passing the, uh, the flask around? Are you hoarding it all to yourself? Don't let, Bogart that flask. Uh, let me roll to see if I'm full. <laughs> yes, I'm full. I pass it over to uh, Magnus. I take a swig. It's delicious. It is delicious. That is delicious brandy. That's uh, that's from my hometown of Brandy Brandy Buck. Brandy Buck. <laughs> I'm really glad you're not from Fandolin. Why is that? Oh no my reason. I got no an uncle. In, I got an uncle in Fandolin. Uh, yeah. Were you just there? Correction, <laughs> darling. You had an uncle in Fandolin. <laughs> Oh, uh, he was probably away on business. He's probably fine. Well, I didn't. He, I mean, he wasn't like my favorite uncle or anything. But uh, good news. Okay. Good news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just ch- check with the executor of his will. Just, yeah. I mean, just saying. No, uh, the executor's dead too. As you, oh. uh, as you, uh, as you guys swig this uh, this brandy, you you find that the the dizziness is sort of passing a little bit. You don't know if uh, you know there is some sort of it's it's neutralizing whatever was happening, or if you're just getting a little drunk. Um, but, but it is none for out. me. None for me. Are no, you sure? A, I didn't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a cleric. I, 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 I need to set an example for Mer- my code. You're Merle, right? I heard a rumor that you had 1,999 party points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. One little No, drink. listen, I, I don't want to peer pressure. If you, if you don't want it, that's fine. Drink that's, Most of those party points deal with pinatas. Okay. Uh, you drink it and it just makes you like better than... Than Magnus and Taco, like you just you are more sociable and more personable oh, because of okay. the, uh, because of all the party points. Um, he uh, he he takes the flask back and uh, says, uh, "I know I know things are going to be pretty confusing for a little while. I know that you got the the staticky stuff going on. I know that you're kind of dizzy. And uh, listen, every every single person that you're going to meet up here, is, you know, went through the same thing. So uh, don't worry. Trust me, it's going to get a lot a lot better really soon. And, and we're all really uh, really excited to have you." Do you guys know this guy? Taco, use your, your ways. Oh, get some information. Sorry, my name is uh, Afi. Uh, yeah, well, there you have it. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't you... going to say that, and I made him say that. Afi? Avi, A-V-I. It's a, it's a ah. yeah. It's, it, it's actually a very, very common name in Brandy Buck. <laughs> I think Brandy Buck might be a Lord of the Rings thing, but here we are. <laughs> no going back now. Uh, Certainly not to Fandolin. He says. Uh, he says uh, after uh, after everything's over, why don't you guys can come find me if you uh, you know want to hang out or whatever? I like to we'll bro out. Yeah, we can just you know lift some okay. weights or something. Whatever you guys like to do, um, <clears throat> it's all up to you. I like to lift some weights, so that's why that I sounds totally that. great. We need a minute just to process everything that's going on, though. So like. Uh, just then, as soon I as you say good. we need a minute to process everything, uh, Killian comes back into the room and said, uh, "Okay, you guys are clear. Uh, just uh, follow me, and we can uh, we can get this show on the road." Hold on. Bye, Evie. Okay, uh, bye. I follow her. Nice to meet you guys. You seem like real sweet dudes. Right on. Um, you walk out of the hangar um, and see that in, indeed you are uh, surrounded by more of these sort of dome-shaped buildings, these uh, Epcot ball-esque buildings. Uh, and they are of varying sizes. Um, you're standing on almost like a grassy field. It's actually very lush, very well-kept, um, better than you uh, assumed some sort of secret moon base was capable of producing. Uh, and and <laughs> as, as you This look- goes against everything I've ever thought about secret moon bases. <laughs> Uh, and it's as astroturf, uh, no, it's real, real grass. It's real. It's it's nice stuff. It's the best grass. It's the best grass. That's it. That's all there is to it. This is well, this that is, explains that explains Avi's uh, demeanor in there. I, I reached. <laughs> it's not. You're not walking on. We gone. walk into a field of weed. No, it's it's just really good grass. And I'm gonna put my word. I'm gonna put my word paintbrush away. Now that I've. Uh, Reached the pinnacle. Yeah, I, think, I think it's starting to dry out of it. <laughs> uh, and, and as you look above, you actually see the night sky. This is not a, some sort of covered installation. You you can see the night sky. Um, there's only one moon above you, uh, presumably because you are on top of the other one, which mm-hmm. doesn't exactly make sense quite yet. 
Uh, it's not like a curve. Can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah. As near as we can tell, is this moon? Is the place we're in like a facade, or is it where we would have thought the other moon would have? Been? Why don't you make like, a? You guys can make investigation checks if you want to try and figure it out. I got a nine. Is the investigation uh, a skill? Yeah, I got a nine. Fourteen. Taco. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um. Yeah, just sort of uh, judging by the area of this sort of base, uh, which which is not like huge, right? It's it's almost like a, about a football field in in diameter. It's it's you know, it's not the the area of a moon. So yeah, you you get the impression that whatever you just went through was some sort of uh, facade, almost like this is some sort of like. Uh, I don't know what whatever you're standing on is is behind a very elaborate prop, a very elaborate sort of set piece. Okay. Um you don't see the second moon in the sky anywhere though. So that that's about all that you can suss out with your investigation. Uh Killian is leading you across this uh this quad, if you will, to um to a dome uh, that is a little bit smaller, a little bit shallower than the other ones that you're surrounded by. Uh, but it does have this sort of uh, large uh, spear sticking out of the top of it. Almost like the, uh, imagine like the Washington Monument uh, coming coming out of the top of it. Uh, only, only this spear seems to be made of uh, a completely translucent uh, crystal or perhaps also glass. A lot of glass up here. You get you get the impression these people are into glass and they're into and grass, glass, grass, and ass. Nobody, <laughs> nobody rides Everybody on this. Has a great, amazing ass. Nobody rides for free. <laughs> Everybody's ass is amazing, but top you, notch. Top top notch. Are I, do I feel like my ass is better since I've been no? Here? You actually feel worse about sort of your ass. Like you don't feel great about it. To standard, your, your standard state is your baseline is not like super proud of your own butt. Listen, if I don't tell you there's gogurt in your flask, you don't tell me how I feel about my hind end. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's let's just fun. have some boundaries. That's a fine agreement. Um, Killian is leading you into uh, this this dome with the spear sticking out of the top of it. Uh, she she takes you inside, uh, and there's just sort of one thing in this room, and it's a, a very a uh, large sort of column in the center of the room with doors on it, and she is it Zordon. It is not Zordon. No, she uh, rolls up her sleeve and takes out that bracer with the rune on it that I uh, uh, described mm-hmm. to you guys in the the last installment that she used to summon the the glass sphere, and uh, the door seems to react to it and opens up into what looks like uh, an elevator car. And Killian says, "I can't actually uh, go go with you guys down there. Um, it's it's sort of uh, high high security. But uh, yeah, this is this is where you need to go next. We do that. Attention, fan artists. Killian's bracer might be a wonderful suggestion. <laughs> Uh, there's actually been a lot of Killian fan art. She has become a beloved character, much more so, I would actually say, than the three of you. And I get well, it. I, we're going to have to do a spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The Killian Kill, mysteries. Killing it. Killing it with <laughs> Killian. Uh, you, you three step onto the elevator, and you actually hear uh, the, the doors to this dome open up once more, and you hear a guy go, Oh, can you hold the elevator, please? Can you hold the elevator? Your door, man. Can you hold the elevator, please? I start don't jamming count. on the button for the door closed real quick. Like, oh, come on, come on. <laughs> okay, the door. No, we we hold the door. Okay, thanks, guys. This uh, uh, half elf man uh, who is dressed in uh, sort of silly, colorful clothing. He's he's wearing. Uh, he's not really wearing the the standard issue uniform that you've seen from the the people walking around this campus. Uh, he is wearing some uh, a, a bard's garb. Uh, mm-hmm. If you will, uh, feathered cap and everything, pantaloons, billowing pantaloons. Uh, <laughs> he has a, uh, a a violin sort of strapped to his back, a fiddle actually strapped to his back, and he's carrying a few rolls of parchment uh, onto the elevator with you. And he says, uh, "Okay, can you press the button now?" To go, yeah. Guess we're going to the sure. ground floor. No problem. Do you uh, do you work here? Yeah, what gave it away? Is it the fact that I'm, like, here? No, no, man, I'm, uh... No, I just, I got lost, and I ended up on a moon base. No, I'm just kidding. 
as a no, gay kid. No, it was funny. Yeah, Excellent. Um, uh, no, because we're here and we don't work here, so we just thought. I don't know. Oh, are you guys, recruiting? you guys, initiates or whatever? That's cool. Yeah. Sure. I hit the button. Yeah. Okay. Initiates. Bing bong. <laughs> the, uh, the elevator doors close and uh, you start to descend. Um, this, this bard looks very sullen. He looks very, uh, he looks really bummed out. If his voice didn't give it away, this is not what you would typically call a happy person. I tickle him. Okay. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Can we have him sound like Michael Bolton? This is what he sounds. That's what Michael Bolton sounds like when he talks. That's what I, that's you just, what I thought. You don't hear it because he's always singing. If Michael, I'll tickle him again. Stop it! For stop it! Seriously, he I'm pees a, a little bit. No, I don't. May I ask your name, Garb Bard Barded Garber? Nailed it. <laughs> it's Victor Garber. <laughs> uh, my name is Johan. Ah, okay. That's uh, what's. What do you got? Wait, what's what, what, what's wrong, dude? What seems to be bothering you? <sighs> Everything, I guess. If you think about it, just sort of like where I ended up, like my life choices, and you're on a moon. That's pretty great. Yeah, you're bored. I guess that's true. I mean, I don't get a lot of customers. The problem is, fellas, if I'm going to be frank with you, um, you were... <laughs> yeah, good one, <laughs> assholes. Well, um, mine wasn't a joke. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Go ahead, bud. Tell us what's on your mind. What's bothering you? What's eating you, Johan? I'm um, I'm like the greatest violinist basically ever. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't see any point in being like humble about it. I don't want to lie to you guys. I'm basically like the best violinist ever. Um, but nobody's ever gonna know who I am, and that. I, I don't know. It just gets to me sometimes, you know? I put my hand on his shoulder and say, we know who you are, Don't Frank. fucking tickle me again, man. I'm not... <laughs> I'm like an adult man, and you're an adult man. Magnus, easy. I tickle him. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Um, he uh, he pulls out his violin. He's like, would you guys actually mind if I... I played for you. Threw just... it away. Oh no, no, no! no. We Griffin, got... would I have to roll to see if I smash his violin? Oh, don't! Uh, please don't. <laughs> Will you do? Devil went down to Georgia. No, I think but... he's really Charlie Daniels. I'll do as oh, you think... as Modius went down to Vandalin. No, don't do that. No, uh, no. He starts to play a song on his violin that is, in fact. The most goddamn gorgeous piece of music the three of you have ever I, have ever heard. Taco, even you, an imbecile, uh, can can recognize the the beauty of the tune that this this sad sad bard is playing for you. His claims are a hundred percent accurate. He is the most incredible musician any of you have ever heard. It, it, what you guys are moved to tears. You can make a check to see if you're moved to tears, but it's going to no, be a really because it's one of my personality traits. Is that he's uh, eight? He cries eight. Yeah, you're six. crying. Merle, six. six, crying even harder than Taco and Magnus. Snot bubbles. I got snot bubbles. You're crying harder. Ha, ha, Travis, you're just Magnus. You're just uh, just wailing and gnashing. Just keening. Just what you're looking for. You, I'm keening. You're just slamming yourself against the side of this elevator. Just uh, and he stopped. Can I roll to see if the irony of us hearing the most beautiful beautiful music ever in an elevator dawns on me? <laughs> Uh, no, it just, it does. Uh, man, I didn't, I really didn't think about that when I wrote this. Uh, uh, is it Girl from Ipanema? He plays a song, it goes like this. Bum, 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 He says, uh, he, he stops, uh, he stops bowing. Uh, he puts his violin back on Sorry, his back. is it called bowing? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, okay, and he says, uh, see, I told you guys. Oh, gosh. Magnus that picks himself up off the floor. Yeah, <clears throat> you, you guys, you guys are like intimidated by this person now. Maybe it's it, this. This is. It was amazing, you guys. I I can't even try and like fake it out. Sing it, Griffin. I can't even do it because it was it was too beautiful. You, it was it was amazing. You think to yourselves like, I will never forget this moment when I heard this dope ass tune. Is it better or worse than Call Me Maybe? Uh, it, equal. Wow. Ooh. Yeah! Wow! All right, when you put it in those terms, uh, suddenly you Johan, hear, why? Why? 
why aren't you using this gift out in the world? You you should be like singing before or playing before kings. It's it's in the contract, you guys. It's uh you know, it's I wish there was something I could do about it. I'm not complaining. Like it's hard out there to find a job as a bard. You <laughs> in get, this economy. In this economy, not a lot you don't get a lot of tips. You get a lot of uh a lot of you know staying in unclean lodging there's a lot of there's a lot of syphilis just like a lot of syphilis like a in lot the contract? guys there's like a lot of syphilis <laughs> so who uh, who an who unconscionable amount of syphilis uh, this is a really slow elevator yeah well yeah it's a fantasy <laughs> elevator so they probably have it. suddenly you hear from the fantasy elevator, "Bing bong," and the uh, the doors slide open. He says, "Well, thank God." He says, uh, first floor menswear." Just kidding. And he walks out. <laughs> I want to roll to see if I get it. Uh, he he walks out. Uh, I do. The door has opened up into uh, a sort of short uh, uh, hallway. With a very large, very secure door on the other end of it. And in this hallway, standing rank and file on either side, uh, is uh, like, like 14 guards. Uh, this, is, this is a, a very, very secure area. Uh, he, the, the bard, Johan, uh, walks forward and you know, makes it past them sort of without any issue. Uh, and he turns. He says, "Oh, these these guys are new recruits. They're going to get uh, inoculated. So, don't worry about them." Um, and all the guards sort of write their spears and allow you to pass. Wait, before we take another step, I don't see any menswear. <laughs> <laughs> you're um, you're like really dumb, yeah. I've or been, or. Crazy like a fox. Oh, crazy like maybe I'm dumb like a fox. Okay. Um he puts his uh his he rolls up his sleeve. He also has one of these bracers. Uh and he taps it on the secure door and uh one of the guards walks over and uh does the same with his own bracer. You notice all of them have this same bracer. Um This is definitely gonna be our first toy, right? Like when Mattel comes a calling, yeah. like mm-hmm. bra- like a uh, weird fantasy bracer. That Killian wears is gonna be. You know a, a how Mattel's always on the lookout I mean, for toys to make you know off how of Mattel's podcasts. Mattel's on the look lookout for podcast toys. Um, you <laughs> <laughs> toy microphone from WTF with Mark Marin. The uh, <laughs> the the rune on the bracer. I'm gonna try and describe it, but uh, I, I I have the shape. It's just gonna be difficult to describe with words. Um, Im- imagine sort of uh, two two triangles, uh, isosceles triangles. Th- that's when mm-hmm. they they all have the same angle. Yeah. Yeah. That's equilateral. Is it? Yes. Okay. Well, no, uh, I don't know. I just, okay. I, I, I just want to point out, look. Dad agreed with know. both of those sentences. <laughs> yes. <and> like, <laughs> equal, like, that's isosceles, right? Yes. I think it's equilateral. Yes. So two, yeah. there are yeah. two, two triangles sort of uh, stacked on top of each other. Uh, and uh, point point to point. Uh, imagine like a, a play button, but two of those, almost forming like a, uh, a angular B shape okay do you have that in mind okay. can you yes. can you comprehend those shapes and then uh another set of those but backwards and and pointing inward to so four triangles all sort of pointing pointing inward towards one another creating a a diamond-esque shape that is that is the uh the shape of this rune on everybody's bracer but as you look around you actually notice that there are some uh banners uh hanging on the walls of this hallway uh you've actually seen it out on the the campus uh uh that has the same shape on it um so maybe this is some sort of company logo or insignia now griffin just to clarify at this point we met a dude who wanted to lift weights with us we walked across a quad and we've been traveling through a campus yeah yeah are we out of college? No. Well, maybe. Okay. Um, the uh, secure door opens after the uh, the second security guard walks over and uh, taps his his bracer to it. Um, and the room that opens up is very large and very dark, um, save for a tank in the middle. Uh the the tank is sort of lit from underneath, uh, showing sort of a dark, opaque liquid 
uh, floating inside of it, um, and something is in there. You you can you can sort of make out the shadow of something uh, from this underlighting, but you can't really get your eyes to focus on whatever this thing is. Um, you you hear some sort of uh, whale sounds, if you will, which puts the three of you in the mood for reasons that you don't really understand. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can make out sort of a. Oh wait, hold on, God! You can do it. It's like somebody's watching Star Trek Four in the next room. Imagine that chamber from Star Trek Four. Yeah, a whale chamber, but the, the, it, it's not a whale in there. You can't. Again, when you're trying to like focus your eyes on this thing to see it, to like really uh, ascertain its 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 silhouette or its shape, mm-hmm. you can't. Your eyes just don't seem capable of is, doing it. Um, and is the sensation similar to the audio sensation that we get when we hear like Killian talk about um, her organization, just like uh, an, an inability to hear? Um, you get that sensation a little bit, uh, and also this this dizziness and um, disorientation that you felt since you stepped foot. Uh, on, onto the 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 base uh, is overwhelming here. The the three of you are almost reeling. Um, I think we need the flask again. <clears throat> uh, you don't you don't have it. Avi Avi kept that for himself. Uh, the bard walks over and uh, walks over to the the base of this tank. There's a, a very large uh, heavy base uh, to this tank, which you know stretches up all the way to the ceiling. Um, and in this, and in this, uh, the base, he opens up a flap. Uh, he opens up a, uh, panel in the base and puts his, uh, puts his rolls of parchment inside and closes the flap and pulls a lever right next to it. And he says, there goes another great composition. And you see the parchment float up into the tank. You see some sort of tendril reach out wrap itself around it, and pull it towards the mass. And then all of a sudden, this beautiful music that the three of you just heard, you can't seem to make it out. You can't seem to... You you knew that this was the most beautiful song you've ever heard. You you would never forget it, but you can't seem to remember the melody. You can't seem to remember that moment at all. You, You remember that this guy played music for you, but when you try to remember the music itself... The, that memory just isn't there anymore, which is very sad. I treasured that memory, and now it's gone. <clears throat> and the bard said, uh, okay, feeding time's over. Uh, you guys ready for stuff to get weird? <laughs> Start. Um, he walks the three of you over to a spigot on the side of this tank and takes out three files and oh. um, opens up oh. the spigot, and this black, inky liquid... Uh, no. pours into each one and he hands you uh, uh, these three files and says uh, 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 this isn't going to taste great. It sort of I has, bet it tastes like Gogurt. It sort of has the consistency of Gogurt. Um, <laughs> so not a lot of people get down on that. Um, but I'll, I'll warn you guys, once you drink that um, it really isn't any going back. Going back from what? From, going to what? From not from not drinking it. Okay, so once we drink it, we can't undrink it, is what you're saying, Johan. Very helpful. It's basically Johan's very pragmatic. Well, I don't and, I don't I don't I just cut through the bullshit, you know. That's Johan. Um, <laughs> that's Johan, straight Steven. shooter. Uh can I do a flavor check? Why don't we ask him some questions. If we got to make this big decision, we don't even know what's going on. We're not going to be able to know what's going on because we can't. I drink the vial. I mean, we could try to ask, oh, but God. It, you know what I'm saying? It's that same. It, I, I bet if he tried it. For, okay, first off, let me say two things out of character. Okay. Uh, to you guys, first off, Johan, uh, was w- Johan didn't lead us here, right? We told him we were initiates, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, are we running a scam here? Like, if we start asking a bunch of questions, is he going to think that we aren't initiates? Well, like, Killian brought us here. He, Killian brought us here, but she didn't get us past the guards. I don't know if we're. I don't know if we're like. She did take you to the elevator, and this elevator's only got one stop. I should mention okay, that there so was only le- one button. This I, is. I this think, is legit. I think this is a case of 
our DM has set up a situation where we're supposed to drink this thing. No, 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 no. Club. You do whatever you want. I'll, I want to know. I want to know more about it. Magnus okay. drinks the vial. Okay, of course he does. Matt, okay, uh, why don't you uh, ask him a few questions, then? Did well if Magnus just drank the vial, then we need to resolve some stuff real quick. <laughs> oh, great! Um, I'm all about action. Thought okay. it's for dorks. I almost feel like I should kick Dad and Justin off the call while I reveal this this information. To uh, yes, do that, and okay. then now that this will be fun. Okay, do you guys just want to take your headphones off for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's take your headphones off. Okay, can you hear us, Justin? No. Okay, that was a test. Uh, Travis, your mind reels. Um, you immediately remember the music, and and you are moved, and you are grateful, but. Uh, with each passing second, you remember more and more. You remember uh, Killian uh, telling you in the mine, asking if you're there for the Phoenix Fire Gauntlet. You remember uh, the Black Spider asking you if you were members of the Bureau of Balance. You remember beyond that, you remember months and months and years beyond that. You remember uh, a war that... Uh, destroyed in entire towns you remember uh bloodshed you remember uh vaguely you remember just this uh carnage and conflict that seems too enormous for you to have possibly uh forgotten you lost loved ones in in this war you lost a lot of people you know it was a time of of great turmoil and you you remember it you you don't remember the particulars but you remember it um, and you look up and you see in the tank, clear as day, uh, Zordon. It's almost like Zordon, but not at all. Uh, this giant, almost like jellyfish with just gi- enormous, like it is the size of a whale, but, but, you know, jellyfish, uh, shaped with thousands of, of tendrils reaching off its body. And inside of its, its body, you can almost make out like a, like a, galaxy like a swirling nebula of 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 stars and am i right to assume that this is beautiful it's it is beautiful yeah it's i mean it's fucking super weird um you have never seen anything like this and you get the distinct impression that very few people in existence have ever seen anything like this but the dizziness the nausea the disorientation is all gone and and your head is uh, your head is right. Is it erotic in any way? Uh, are you into tentacle stuff? I guess we haven't <laughs> addressed that particular. Nah, nah, that ain't Magnus's bad. Nah, you into more, <laughs> nah, a nah. more vanilla sexual experience. Um, so that's what you, uh, have received and let's get the boys back on. Hey. Hey. Okay. We're back. Um, my gosh, Travis, guys. Magnus, Magnus stands before you. His file is empty. Uh, as he drank it, you saw him sort of just sort of stand almost paralyzed for uh, like a half minute um, with his eyes wide open. Uh, but now he is standing before you and he is standing upright. He's not sort of uh, struggling to get his footing like the two of you are. He's, he doesn't seem to be uh, dizzy. He seems fine. Guys. It's all clear. I remember everything. Perception check. I want to see if he wet his pants. Okay. <laughs> Listen, maybe I did. A little. That's between me and my god. <laughs> it may or may not be vile related. <laughs> well, let me... I have, a, I have an idea. I want to cast the spell of augury. Do you have that? You just keep saying you have spells, and I never fact check you. But do you want me, guys? Do you want me to just tell you what happens? No, no, no. It's really simple. If I cast augury, all you have to do is tell me. uh, uh, You look at the next thirty minutes, and you tell us whether it's going to be good results or bad results. Really? Okay, that's it. Seems like a super powerful spell. Okay, go for it. So I cast Augury, so you tell us if, within the next, you actually have four choices. Wheel, which means good results. Woe, which is bad results. This is going to be, you are in a wheel and woe situation. All right. It's going to get super fucking wheel up in here. In the next 30 minutes, it's going to be good and bad. Yep. Here's the thing, you guys. 
So basically what's going on is... And in the cave, when we were looking for the... She was explaining that... So basically what's going on is... Well, this is just annoying now. I drink the vial. All right. Does he stand there stupefied for a minute? Well, you should drink. All right. Um, I look around. I don't see the lady carrying the log or Bob. (laughs) (laughs) I drink the damn vial. You pound it. The two of you pound it. Um, and then you get the same exact description that I just gave Travis, which I will oh, I peed my pants. which I will explain during this commercial break, so I don't have to do it. Again. <laughs> hey, everybody! This is Griffin McElroy, your dungeon master. Thank you very much for tuning into episode seven of the Adventure Zone. Uh, which is part of an interlude chapter that we have not come up with a clever subtitle for yet. Um, really, how can you be, hear there be gerblins? I, I don't know. In, in retrospect, that subtitle actually ended up being a little bit inaccurate because uh, I feel like gerblins maybe took a back seat to uh, flaming dwarf men monsters uh, in, in the later parts of that chapter. But yeah, this is, this is sort of an interlude chapter that is setting up the rest of the campaign that I've been writing. Uh, I apologize for it being so, I, I guess, exposition-heavy, um, but it's kind of a necessary evil. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tweeting about the show uh, on Twitter. Uh, tweeting on Twitter? Yeah, I guess that's where people typically do it. Uh, using the hashtag TheZoneCast. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at TheZoneCast or at our individual names. Uh, we really appreciate you guys getting the word out. Uh, a, a lot of people have been leaving reviews on iTunes, which I can't tell you how much that helps us out, uh, getting like a foothold on the on the iTunes charts, uh, which is really important for, for new shows like ours. If you tweet about the show uh, using the hashtag TheZoneCast, there is a chance that you could end up as a character, much like Avi Warner, who is Avi Warner on Twitter, uh, who you may have just heard as the guard that got our heroes drunk at the beginning of this episode, uh, and Johan, uh, who is J4Cell on Twitter, uh, Johan, the sad, sad bard who we just met uh, just before the break. So I talked about this uh, in an earlier episode, but I'm going to start taking item submissions from you, the listener, that I will stock an in-game shop with uh, for for uh, Merle, Taco, and Magnus to purchase items from that can help them out on the adventure. Uh, I'm kind of still figuring out how I'm going to balance this uh, because if anybody sends in an item that's like, it's a gun... That kills dragons by pointing it at a dragon. Uh, that might sort of break the flow of the game. Uh, but if you have any like cool ideas for items that the heroes might buy, why don't you email those to us at adventurezonecast at gmail.com. Again, that is adventurezonecast at gmail.com. Just shoot me a short description of the item and the name of the item. And if you want a price... I think each of them have like six hundo at this point. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead and shoot that to us, and uh, 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 maybe next time we record, I will send them to Fantasy Costco to peruse your your items. Again, one last time, adventurezonecast at gmail.com. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So 
Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right, Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you haven't, give the other shows on the Maximum Fun Network uh, a listen. There's Jordan Jesse Go, Judge John Hodgman, uh, Throwing Shade, The Goose Down, Lady to Lady, uh, all kinds of really terrific shows. Uh, the four of us have our uh, other shows that we do too, like My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is the, an advice show that Justin and Travis and I do. There's Sawbones, which Justin and his wife Sydney do about medical history, and Bunker Buddies, which Travis does uh, with Andy Bolt about uh, surviving various apocalypses. That's enough for me. Uh, let's get back to the episode. Thank you all very, very much for listening. Next episode is... Uh, the Thursday after next, and I will talk to you then. Okay, bye. That was note for note, that same shit. I just crushed it. Great memory, Griffin. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm back. What now? (laughs) I'm going to lose my mind. That, yeah, Dad had to step out to take a call. I'm sorry. What, what'd you say? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my god! I was about to cancel. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> oh my god! Did you put that in the show twice? I don't know. It, it was it was literally the same thing. Um, I think people might just get bored and turn it off. A lot of exposition in there. I don't want to make them double expose. Um, oh, no, that was sometimes we have to have something inside baseball just for us. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
listening audience, they literally just received the exact same shit I just told Travis. They didn't say anything funny. So before you email <laughs> asking for the, the, the stuff on the cutting room floor, there, there was... There is a pretty good lost bit where Dad pretended he hadn't been here for the whole thing, and then Griffin got angry at him. So yeah. if Griffin left that out, it's because he's embarrassed of losing his composure. But that'll yeah. be on the Blu-ray. Okay. We'll put yeah. that on the Blu-ray. No, that, I'll, leave, that I'll leave that in there. That was pretty good. Okay, so back, back. We're all on equal, equal knowledge footing. Um, Guys, I don't think that was Gokert. <laughs> it was a new, it was a new relevation flavor, revelation flavored Gokert. <laughs> relevation is good. Every time I eat oh, Gokert, it's a relevation. <laughs> That's not a word. I said your dumb word. Um, yeah. With all those memories that came back, yes. All the is is there any chance that the memory of shredded lettuce? Came back. <laughs> Did I remember shredded lettuce or chopped Come tomatoes? Come on, give us a little something. Pico. May, a little, sh- we remember shredded lettuce. Let me think. Taco, you hearken back to uh, a time where you were uh, working on your grandpa's farm. And you were, uh, you're an elf, right? Mm-hmm. You okay? You were the tender age of sixty-five years old, and uh, and I was on Tinder. You were on Tinder, and you weren't paying attention to your farmly chores, and uh, you were you were beating some milk that you got out of a fantasy cow. You were whipping it, uh, trying to form some sort of cream, and your grandpa Tostada walks out and says. <laughs> Taco, what are you doing? You've been whipping that cream so long in the hot sun, it done turned sour. So oh, that is damn the, it. that is uh, that memory uh, sticks out in your mind. It's very poignant, um, and you feel like perhaps the grand eldritch mystery has revealed a bit of itself to you once once again. Cream that is sour. What shall we call it? I just, I just say out loud after I drink the file. The first words out of my mouth after I drink the file are sour cream. (laughs) 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 You remember a war, a great and terrible, great and terrible war where all of your friends, where a lot of your friends died, and And the the first first words out of your mouth. mouth. And everyone in the room goes silent for like a solid five minutes, just kind of shuffling their feet and think. Um. I rush. I rush to grab my book, which, as you'll all remember, is a copy of Uncle John's Elven Bathroom Reader that I've been writing <laughs> the margins of, and I scribble down sour cream. That's your so spell. Your spell book is an Uncle <laughs> yeah. John's Bathroom Reader. Uncle John's Elven Bathroom Reader. Well, I, how is it There's different more... from the human variation? <laughs> There's pictures of leaves around the edges. Okay. <laughs> okay, it smells of sandalwood. Thank you, Mighty DM, for sharing that information. So, yes. ditto, yeah. Griffin. In any of that, did we like learn anything about the uh, umbrella that we picked up in the dungeon or anything like that? Nope. Huh. Okay. You remember that the... Uh, they they referred to the gauntlet that was at the uh, you know that caused all that bad bad shit that happened. That was what they were referring to as the the Phoenix Fire Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um, the umbrella, no, yeah, and, and and you don't like. I might I might have you guys do like an investigation check if you want to like try and deduce what the hell just happened to you. Okay, uh, actually, could I do an Arcana check? Uh, yeah, sure, if you want. Assuming that was magical. Yeah, I I mean actually it would be more of a uh, is there like a uh, well, I wouldn't know a so nature a nature check to try and discern what kind of I mean, animal. This I is. wouldn't know whether or not I should use arcana or not. I do Did have it, a nature check, but I rolled seventeen, so just decide what it needs to be, and that's what I rolled. No, for. sir, that's not how we play. Well, I rolled the dice. That's it not how we play. No. Okay, so I think I have an eighteen in arcana, which is like magical type things. I would I would know you like the sort of how much I know about magical crap. Whatever this effect was. Um, al- alchemy is a school of magic, right? That that involves sort of potions and uh, unguents mm-hmm. and formulas and stuff like that. Uh, so in that, and it wasn't whatever this was, you get the impression that it wasn't magical. Hmm. No, no magic okay, here. Okay, well, I got a seventeen investigation check. Is what I was rolling. Okay, uh, with with that investigation check, you sort of discern that everything that has sort of come to your guys' minds. Uh, 
our memories and not new information, if that makes sense. You, you didn't, uh, if, if you will, you didn't learn anything. You just so, sort of remembered. So we, so the world that we live in lived through a terrible war in which many people died, and then it was just erased from the consciousness of the people. Well, from us. Uh, well, from us, at least, certainly. Griffin, I got a 21 in nature. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this thing looks like a jellyfish, but... I mean, jellyfish. <laughs> but it kisses like a man. It's. I mean, it's the size of a whale, and it's got like a, a like stars and shit floating inside of it. So that's not typical for jellyfish behavior. Um, okay. Uh, you y- heard when I said twenty one, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Johan. Sure. Johan uh, uh, sort of looks eye- eyes the three of you, um, sees that you've finished sort of digesting this ichor, and says, uh, "You guys." You guys good? Yeah. Yeah. Super great. Uh, Bureau of Balance. Did you guys hear that? No, no yeah, we stat. got that yeah. one. Bureau of Balance. Bureau of Balance. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Cool. Well, Do we remember him? Do we remember you, Johan? No, you don't. I mean, no, you didn't forget him. I mean, from from 30 seconds ago, but other than that. We've right. not met him before. You never forgot him. Yeah, you just, you just met him today. Um, he says... Uh, Cool. Well, uh, welcome to the, welcome to the club. I guess. Um, uh, t- th- thanks, for, thanks for taking the uh, the red pill, right? Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, never mind. Um, so, yeah, we, and uh, we instantly remember the major. <laughs> you remember the first one. You you don't want to remember the second and third. Griffin, um, does the jellyfish creature seem to be like responsive or acknowledging us in any way, or is it just there living its own life, like separate from the world? Uh, yeah, it's it's I, it's floating. It's moving. It's not like stationary or dead, but it's not like it doesn't have eyeballs to look at you. It's it's I, not holding up a sign saying like, "Haha, you guys just drank my shit." Like, I wouldn't. <laughs> Trav, I wouldn't grill Griffin too much on it because I got a 21 in nature and what I learned from that is that it's a giant jellyfish <laughs> and jellyfish aren't usually giant and don't normally have stars in them. That's what my... So I'm, I'm thinking that this, isn't a, this is more of a, a rough sketch right now. Okay, uh, well, I clearly recognize this is a special thing. Magnus bows before it just out of deference and respect. Okay. And ask you And uh, uh, Johan says, what are you, what are you doing? Are bowing you, to your weird you, jellyfish god. Are you bowing? <laughs> It's not a god. At least I don't think so. None of us really know. You don't know shit, Johan. We don't. That's. I mean, you're not a hundred percent wrong. Um, so this thing is the. Uh, we call it the void fish. Uh, that's not. A, I mean, it's probably not its real name. Did so, you guys like take a long time to come up with that one? I I actually spun that one just sort of straight off the dome, um, and it just kind <laughs> of stuck. Because it's been it's been voiding into that water we just drank. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, yeah, but that's not why it's, it's called that. Um, yeah, we, I mean, it's the only one, like, ever, so you, those kinds of things typically don't get named, so we just sort of stuck with jo- void fish, and um, it's pretty cool um, if you, like, if you feed it, it feeds on, on um, information, and then whatever information you give it, it just sort of removes from from well from existence just sort of stops stops existing unless you've you know been been inoculated and and drank drank from the tank is what we say uh down (laughs) down here in the game the gamekeeping department so So, um so that's why johan's so bummed out because he has to write yeah, that's, these songs, and then let the void fish consume them. Yeah, uh, my job, sort of my job here, is to keep this thing, you know, fat, fat and happy. Because uh, um, man, if it dies, we're all fucked. Um, so yeah, I, I write these compositions. Why? Feel. Why? Yes. What? What service? Aside from letting people drink its poop, what service is it providing? It be, what does it, it do? Might, hold on. It might be its pee. <laughs> Aside from letting people drink its waste. It's not all pee. There's like water and stuff in there too. It's not just floating around in its own way. Look at this beautiful goddamn jellyfish. You think this thing's just like a some sort of poop weirdo? <laughs> so, but what does it do? 
it makes it takes it destroys information it yeah it just sort of oblivious but what happened if it died what would happen if it died everyone would remember and that would that would be bad guys you're gonna learn a lot of stuff here in the next like uh 20 minutes or so um and if all of that if everyone down there knew that well i mean they used to and that's what caused uh, okay super cool johan who's in charge here uh, that's the director. Um, now, now that you guys have been inoculated, she'll probably want to see you. Could you take us to her? I'm not. I mean, I'm not like the valet here. I'm the gamekeeper. But I, I can... sleep in five bucks. Oh, oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> oh, wow, five whole dollars. And there's wow. more where that can came just, from. Can I just double check on Travis inventing paper currency? Like that's... <laughs> Hey, put that in the little uh, shoot there. They're actually, yeah, they're machine. actually Magnus bucks. Um, it's a special <laughs> at any Magnus, Magnus location. Um, he he points not to, to be used in association with any other Magnus coupons. Uh, he he points you back towards the uh, elevator and said, uh, "Ask one of the guards, and they'll they'll get you there." Okay, thanks. Can I just say though, it was like nice to meet you guys. <laughs> Super great meeting you too, Johan. And let me tell you, Johan, I think that, that of all the people we've met here, you are the no, one of all. that's not how it works. I was just messing with you. <laughs> Roll to see if Johan finds that funny. It wasn't, but it wasn't like a good joke because like those typical... <laughs> I said roll. Give me a break. I've still got fish poop taste in my mouth. He rolled it. Oh, my God. The D20 landed on an edge. We'll never know. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he points you towards the door and says, uh, uh, that way, uh, there you go. I tickle him. Oh, God. He doesn't <laughs> let you. He actually slaps your hand out of the way with a very deft strike. But we both, like, have kind of a winking, like, Don't, uh, you, that no. was good. <laughs> remember that when we did that before? Because we remember now. It wasn't nice to meet you. I take that one back. You two are cool, though. I sleep with another fiver. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what can I spin these on, though? Um, Magnus a, merchandise, the cheese. Magnus experience. What's that? <laughs> What's the Magnus experience? Yeah, walk me walk me through it step by step. <laughs> well, basically, you go through this animatronic uh, house that's set up, and you get to feel what it's like to have a day like in the a, life of Magnus. Like Dolly Parton's in Dollywood. Exactly. <laughs> Travel to the Appalachian home, in which she, she learned her craft. It's narrated by Hal Holbrook. Is there a... <laughs> Is there a room? When Magnus started out, he was just a young warrior. Is there a? <laughs> are you going to have to now build a room onto the Magnus experience that involves customers who paid to go through the Magnus experience drinking a vial of shit? Correct. <laughs> the well, Magnus experience is ever evolving. Every time you go back, you're never going to have the same trip twice. You know that's true. Uh, the Deborah and the kids wanted to go back. I said we just went there in June, and we went back. It was almost completely the same, but uh, the, the uh, gift shop was different. There were mm-hmm. new items. And coming this winter, we have a Harry Potter experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, him. Uh, anyway, get lost. All right, I've got uh, I got stuff to do. Uh, Eddie- I get lost. Okay. <laughs> He points you towards. Uh, he points you back towards the elevator, um, and and as you make your way through, the, the doors open, and a very old uh, man, uh, human man, um, uh, walks out, and he's wearing very just sort of a plain brown robe. He's got sort of a tonsure uh, haircut, um, and he uh, is also carrying a, a roll of parchment. Um, and you hear Johan uh, yell out, uh, "Come on in." Uh, Let's uh let's get this over with. I hate this is my least favorite part. Um and the the sort of monk, old monk looking man walks by you with the parchment. Um if you guys want to try and make a uh a perception check to see uh what's what's going on on this parchment. I already know who he is. I know who he is. You do? He walks by and he says, The force will be with no, you. No, that wasn't always. Oh, okay. Uh I got an eighteen. No, okay. sorry, right. a 17. I have minus one. 17. I got an 18. Okay. 22. 22. Uh, you can actually see this this parchment. Um, uh, you see a familiar name on it. You see the name Magic Brian. And you see age uh, 121, uh, drow, male, 
six foot one. You see basically a uh, stat sheet uh, with uh, information on Magic Brian. Uh, th- those basic stats are basically his likes, his dislikes. Well, well, the the monk sort of brushes past you a little bit his too for you to uh, get into what really turned him on when he was uh, <laughs> Magic among Brian the Brian likes long walks on the beach, but this monk uh, walks walks by with this uh, this rap sheet on Magic Brian uh, and walks through the heavily guarded door, which swings shut, um, leaving the three of you in the hallway to the elevator. Are we the only ones in the hallway? Are there guards uh, they're, there? They're the guards. The, the 14 guards are still there. Okay. We're uh, gonna, uh, it, it, I'd say, hello, uh, would any of you uh, fancy gentlemen care to help us find the director? I will. Oh, no. No, uh, there isn't anybody who sounds like that. <laughs> Uh, one of the one of the guards uh, walks out and beckons towards you uh, onto the elevator, puts his bracer to the door, and it opens up. Uh, Sweet bracer, dude. He says, uh, thanks. Uh, you're going to get your own here in a bit. You guys inoculated? Yeah. Yeah, we've been inoculated. Well, can I ask you a question? We what believe did- in vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, uh, what did you guys think it tastes like? Because I, I, I think it tastes kind of like, um, uh, like Crab Rangoon a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I that, see that. Yeah. I we can see there. that. Yeah. Mine so was had kind sort of, of like, a creamy consistency, but it definitely had that sort of yeah. like fresh seafood taste. Yeah, it. I would say it was more of like a like a salmon roe kind of thing, you know? Oh yeah, I can yeah. get that too. With, uh, with a soup song of poop. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, that's you know we discussed it was a poop and pee thing. Maybe it's the jellyfish sperm. There's any kind of oh. there's any any number of fluids that you could have just imbibed. Anyway, see ya. Uh, and he puts his, <laughs> his bracer to a panel on the. Elevator closes, sending you upward back onto the campus. And I think it's a relevator. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> you fuck up once. I talk for four hours when we do these things, and you fuck up one word, and all of a sudden, Griffin's the asshole. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the support, Dad, in front of our millions of fans, my dad. I'll be here all week. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. We're Dave and Graham, and we host Stop Podcasting Yourself. We started this podcast back in 2008, before podcasts had to have any kind of concept, so we don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to the barber shop if your barber knew all about the first season of the show Elf. It's like a 90-minute massage where the masseuse is two people talking to each other with a third person. It's like the Monsters of Metal tour, only quieter, no music, and just talking. It's like a makeout session, but without the lips touching, they just talk a lot. Download Stop Podcasting Yourself from iTunes or MaximumFun.org.